This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Ignition Inc. 2016, Artist Alley Evolved. It is January 30th, 2016 from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Over 40 different artists and creators are selling artwork and creations. The tables will be filled with artists, creators, game board designers, authors, and more. Also, dues the first 100 people through the door get free burn bags. As well as there's going to be some amazing special cosplay guests. As well as the Cantina Arcade, which is sponsored by our friends from Free Play Florida and the Pinball Lounge. Yep, they're going to have a variety of arcade games and pinball machines, and there's going to be console video game tournaments sponsored by the Hourglass Brewery. Also, the Renaissance Nerds will be painting live at 1 p.m., and they're amazing. They're three artists on one canvas. You can't miss it. The Coffee Shop of Horrors is going to be there giving out free coffee samples. They'll be selling their coffees. And, of course, our boys from AG at Productions will be taking pictures in front of their green screen. And Deuce is going to be an official after party at the Hourglass Brewery starting at 6 p.m. Following video game tournaments, special deals, delicious brews, live performances by musician Billy Floyd and the dance group Mystic Flares. That's right. And all you got to do is go to www.ignitioninc.com or facebook.com forward slash ignition inc the tickets are six dollars online or they're going to be eight dollars at the door you definitely want to check it out and don't forget to tell them that the happy Happy hour with with johnny and deuce sent you My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I got my partner in crime, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. But of course, we've only done the one a week now because of the holidays. We want to give you guys time with your families. We want to say, if you haven't, happy holidays, happy new year from the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We hope you guys had an amazing holiday and you guys were safe and had fun. We're back on schedule. Back on schedule now. Back on schedule. I know for some of you guys out there, you're like, what's going on? And yep. it got a little crazier for but, a minute, uh, but we're back on track. Yeah, we hope you guys had an awesome holiday and an awesome New Year. So, of course, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and D starts off with a Deuce salute. Yes, sir. There we go. The good, good old Deuce salute. Of course, back by popular demand, we have our amazing friend Corey back on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. He is at Gordo Gringo on Twitter. Welcome back to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, sir. Insert applause here. <laughs> also, I'll put it in. I'll put it in. Here we go. Uh, of course, uh, we thought we'd just kind of get together in this football and talk about whatever we want. There's a lot's happened, in the, especially in media, like things oh, yeah, that we yeah, love. Yeah, it's like been crazy pants. Of course, uh, you guys saw our awesome, uh, or heard our awesome spoiler cast for Star Wars The Force Awakens, so thank you very much for uh, checking that out. Uh, and of course, uh, the man to my right, Corey, uh, him and I are both, I would say, very, very big uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans. Very hardcore. Very both hardcore. Both in your own ways. Both in our own ways. <laughs> uh, hardcore is an understatement. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The way, I, yeah, it's funny because like when I was a kid, uh, let's kind of just rewind a little bit because this is gonna be a really random episode. <laughs> See, we always do. Uh, I I had the turtles everything. I had the turtles pajamas. I had the turtles bed sheets. I had the turtles n- nightlight. I had a tur- I, turtles bed post. I, I everything you can think of. I ha- I have in my closet 178 Ninja Turtles. Uh, from the original run, uh, but not in really? the boxes. Of Before course. I leave, I must see this. Yes, yes. Uh, they're all <laughs> they're but, all in Ziploc. But bags. they're all in Ziploc bags because <laughs> yeah. you know, you're a kid. You play, yeah, you with, play them. with them. You didn't like. You don't like. I, I still to this day have no idea what happened to mine, and I, it kind of aggravates me when I think. I about like it. your mom garage sailed them. Oh, she honestly. swears. She's like, oh no, there's a box up in the but shop. But like you're a kid, you don't. No. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. Is that like so? the magical box has your Nintendo 64 in it? I've been <laughs> yeah. trying to find forever. I have no idea. But the thing is, when you're a kid, you don't think about this stuff. You want to play with it. 
like all mine are out loose. They're in they're in Ziploc bags, like they said, big old Ziploc bags. So like I love the turtles. Like I, I love the cartoon. I even read the comics, even though the comics are pretty dark uh, in juxtaposition, and like just. Just loved everything about it. Loved the movie, the first movie, the second one, even the third one. I kind of was getting older, and I thought the third one in Japan was kind of eh. Uh, but like, I just loved it, and I I have lo- watched all the cartoon, uh, every show there has been. Uh, I've watched uh, even the the live action one with the female turtle. Like, I, I watched all that stuff. I loved the 2017 T- TMNT with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Like, I, I loved that. I thought that was great. Even me, my son Logan loves that one. Uh, we watched that. I love, I love, I love the new Nickelodeon one. It is fantastic. The, the cartoon. Page- the cartoon, yeah. yeah. The new cartoon pays homage to the cartoon and the comics, which is great. And, and the whole era with, like, their act, their voice actors. Oh, so they good. They brought in, so like, uh, Freddy Krueger, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, tons of people. Yeah. Really? It's oh, really yeah. great. And like, the voice, every episode. Every, the voice is spot on. So what the, season are they on of that now? Like four, right? Five, five maybe? Five, five, yeah. Zone five. I might have to, like, find that on Netflix. Well, and here's sounds pretty they cool. They also have like original voices come in and play yep, for new certain characters. episodes. You said there was yep. an episode where like they met the black and white turtles, the 80s turtles and the new turtles. That was actually from the, the cartoon. older cartoon yeah, series. Yeah, it was in the old cartoon. Okay. They had an episode uh, that was based just on that that universe that they would have different turtles coming from different eras. But I think but, they're going to do that in this one but too. But what, what we're talking about is they actually had an episode where it was like a dimension era where you got to see into another dimension that was the cartoon that we know yeah. like from the back in the 80s from and the that 80s. was done by the original voice cast. Uh, Although they, you and I both realized the voice was off for what Michelangelo or Le- uh, Raphael it was like the wrong color that was a joke something yeah because that, that was the joke back in the day was like they had sometimes they had the wrong turtles t- speaking out of the wrong because yeah. they had to get these out fast yeah this is really funny but in a recent episode on the new cartoon series though they had like Mondo Gecko yes yes from yes, the yes, original yes. cartoon which is series awesome and, and toy line and the new Mondo Gecko was voiced by the Michelangelo yep. from the original the movies. Original. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, like, constantly throw do things that. in I there I love like it, though. That. It's fan service, man. It's yeah. for people, like, they have kids, like, like Corey and I do, that can watch it feel fine in front of the kids, but, like, also fans that were like us that grew up watching this and being fans of it. So I feel like it's a love letter to that as well. Easter eggs galore. Oh, my goodness. Everywhere. And I just love the way they look. I love how the turtles, when they fight, their eyes go white like the, like the comics. So like, I just, oh, my God. There's so many things to talk about. The show is great. The only thing I don't like is they're not easy to find. Uh, you can find them digital demand, Amazon, uh, and all that stuff, but you can't find. There's no Blu-ray sets. Yeah, they they haven't released them like by season. Really. I want it. They're, I want it, Corey. They do like okay. This <laughs> like is like volumes, yeah, like volume one, one through four or something. They don't even give you like a, I want. I want what I want is season one Blu-ray set. Yeah, day one purchase to ching to ching and Nickelodeon. I give you my money, but I, I have to f- like salt and pepper it everywhere. And it's like fine. Like I'll watch it when it comes out or whatever, and then I'll have to like. You know, go to Amazon or Hulu and pick up an episode that I missed or something, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. But I hope they ever hope they do release it. Um, then the show is great, obviously. But of course, we're talking about this because we, we before our pre-show meeting, we talked about how many trailers that have been out on the internet in the last few weeks. There's been tons of trailers, and of course, uh, we saw the new trailer for. Is there a, a name of the new Ninja Turtles movie? It is was it? Out of the Shadows. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, Out of the Shadows. And of course, this is the. Uh, the second film um, in the I wouldn't call it the Michael Bay universe, but like his <laughs> take on it because he's not directing these films. You need to press. He's like the producer. He's like the producer. Yeah, not even. I mean, you had a talk on the car yeah. right here. He's like fifth in line. In yeah, producers. he's like he's a fifth not producer. even like the number one producer. Yeah. But he's yeah. the one with a name, so that's why they throw exactly. it out there so exactly. much. Because you know, um, it was originally you know like the turtles were going to be aliens and stuff. They weren't actually going to be uh, mutants or whatever. Uh, and so like that 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 whole like. Put rub people the wrong way, I guess. Um, and uh, the the Michael Bay film, the first one, and we'll, we'll get Corey's take on it in a second. Uh, it was all right. It's okay. Yeah, it was okay. 
Um, I, I felt like they shoehorned in a, a Japanese guy. I wanted uh, William Fitzner to be a shredder. I feel like they, they had to like shoehorn in an Asian guy. I thought that was kind of yeah, like – I think, well, the original idea was to go with him as I w- shredder. I would have loved it because I loved his performance in the yeah, film. I yeah. thought he was great. And I, and I think they they test screened it a few times, and it didn't play out so well as what they wanted. Yeah. I think is what the idea was. And then they just I think they got so much pushback that, that it was like, look – Let's just make Shredder an Asian guy yeah. because it's going to make the fans right. happier. But, no, I think that the actor, like you said, they had originally yep. would have been 100 times better than the guy that got. Because he's a great guys, actor in general. Yeah. Oh, he's an amazing actor. And the guy they got's just kind of like paint by numbers. Well, so. the, the thing about, like, let's talk about what we saw from the trailer. Like, I, I, I actually had – first, I, I saw the wrong trailer because our friend <laughs> Mike Mike and I were like, hey, what would you think of the trailer? I said, oh, I don't know. This looks so weird. And I realized I watched a fan-made trailer for the second one. It wasn't the actual trailer. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, how did that happen, first of all? Because I clicked through a Facebook link on my mobile app, and it must have clicked the wrong link. I don't know. But then I found the actual uh, trailer, and I was like, oh, this feels fun. And that was the first reaction I had. This felt fun. Like, that was the feeling I got out of it. I was like, A, they're having fun. There's funny lines. It felt like a, almost like a live-action cartoon almost. Like, that's the feeling I got when I watched it. I was like. This is good. This is going in the right direction. I actually want to. I'm excited to see this. Like, yeah, that's the feeling I got out of it. What do you think, Corey? Um, it, the first film, I walked out of it. I was entertained. Right. I was like, it's turtles for a new generation. Mm-hmm. They're continuing, uh, the franchise. I'm sure. happy. Yeah. Um, not completely canon, but I'm satisfied. Right. I'm entertained. Yeah. And uh, so then the new one with that new trailer, I mean. So much happens, and then by the end of the trailer, I'm just like, "This is the movie we've been waiting for for 30 years, probably. Probably easy. Yep. Like this is the Turtles movie we've always wanted. So I'm really looking forward. Of course, to your it. boy Arrow um, is uh, yeah, Stephen Amell yeah. gets to play Casey Jones, which I think he looked pretty cool. And I think the, I like the way he looked. I like the way they shot it or whatever. Yeah, I'm uh, tired. I'm so over the people going. Well, he doesn't have long hair, and that's not Casey Jones. I'm like, get over it. It's yeah. new Casey Jones. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, on top of that, he could put a wig inside the hockey mask, and then when he takes it off, it's oh, like, okay. oh, hey, I don't have long <laughs> the hair. Whole you know? The whole like, yeah. gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. gimmick. Yeah, yeah. But that's funny. But it's a previous. great disguise, though, because <laughs> they're like, oh. That guy wears a hockey mask with long hair. Well, I've got short hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be me. You know? um, but I, I, I just like the way it looked. Uh, I thought the turtles were having fun, but they were also like they had a pending force. Like people were like, all right, we're going to take them seriously. Also loved uh, Will Arnett. Uh, like his, I think he was funny. He's always, I think Will he's, Arnett is probably the saving grace of that whole movie because yeah. he's hysterical. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's just like funny one liners already in the trailer. And you're like, all right, this is, I had, I had me chuckle too. He's like, go where the turtles are, go to the, tur- wherever the line is. I was like, oh, that was so funny. I was like, yes. And, th- and then like when the, when the trailer starts, it's like bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff. And then run DMC tricky starts playing. Yep. And I'm like, okay. I'm ready to have some fun now. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was just perfect. Because, like, I, I was so hardcore in the Turtles that I, I, I went to the live concert. Like, the, the I mean, I'm talking about the, the Turtles in concert deal. Yeah, like with coming the, out of their shells. Coming out of shells. <laughs> I'm talking about freaking Splinter with Skipping Stones. Like, that. you know what I'm talking about? That's how you know old school yeah. here. Like, I had the cassette, and, like, I wore it to death. Like, and then I had the DVD, or not DVD, BHS, and then that got ruined. And then my mom was like, oh, for whatever birthday it was, because we got to go see them in Tampa or whatever it was. And I'm like, <gasps> lucky. So we got to see them, and it was insane. It was pandemonium. Like, the in, crowd in, was just – it was so hard to hear. Cause in it was preschool, that was our go-to movie, like, every single day. Yeah. The teacher would ask us, what do you want to watch today? You want to watch the turtles coming out of their shells, or you want to watch Little Mermaid? We're like, everybody, boys, girls, 
Turtles coming out of their shells every day. It, it, nice. Dude, it was like that's how much I was in. Uh, that's how much I was in the turtles. Like, the thing is, like, I don't. I think like, the older I got, like, the less I wore it on my sleeve. Um, and it's kind of like it's not intentional. It's just I got so focused on other things. And like, I think what's so great about this movie is it's kind of got me like back in love with the turtles again. Because like I'll go back and I have like DVDs of the original cartoons and I. Like I said, I love the TMNT 07. I love that. Yeah. And, and all that. There's a lot of great things that I loved. And I, we all, and I actually watched recently, because just for a test, uh, uh, my friend Robert and I, we watched the original first Turtle movie. It holds up. It really oh, yeah. does. Like, I forgot how, like, it, like dark it was. Like, they're talking about drug addu- uh, uh, addiction, and I'm like, dang, there's some dark stuff in this. Yeah. You know, and, well, like. The drug addiction, was it Casey Jones? Well, was no, the kid. The kid, he had, yeah, he had issues, and they were selling drugs smoking on the street. Smoking pot and you know, Smoking pot, and they were selling. His name was Daniel. And yeah. they were they were selling drugs, and, like, they had a backdoor, like, thing about getting kids in young and early and, like, having them deliver and steal per- merchandise to, in order yeah, to make money to fund it. Yeah, because that was a video it. game place, and they were like, yeah. Go play. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, I just, I love, I love the way it was, it was shot, but it also had humor in it. Like, it had, like, air guitar st- I was like, wow, this is so, it holds <laughs> up today. Michelangelo's still funny. And Raphael's cursing up a storm, and Donatello, you know, just sitting there tinkering, and like, and Leonardo was all about, it. oh man, that scene with the bath. Oh, I mean, it's emotional still. I was like, <laughs> man, this is still a good movie. Like, I want, I, I know they have a Blu-ray version. I don't have it, but I want to get the Blu-ray because I just want to see it kind of cleaned up. But the only thing that dates it is the soundtrack. So th- you wanted the Blu-ray so you can actually see the actor's eyes through the turtle mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, the only thing that dates it is the soundtrack. And like, do, 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 do. you know, and you're like, ding ding. Like it's very like electronic-y. It still has like a flavor to it, like a charm to it. But like it, that's the only thing that really dates it. But it's the way it's shot. I mean, the way they do it's so dark. You know what I mean? Which I like because you're like turtles should be ninjas. That's the only thing I'm like. A ninja should be in disguise. Like they should be out of the shadows. And I, I feel like with the first movie, they really did a great job with that. You know, and it cannot got silly and goofy with Secret of the U's and whatnot. Um, and of course, you know, we could talk about the uh, Teenage Mutant. Um, Hero Turtles or what? Hero Turtles for the kids? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, where they had to change the name. Uh, and in the UK, they couldn't use the word ninja because that, oh. that promoted violence. So oh, it's teenage, yeah. mutant, teenage mutant hero turtles. And like even on like the games and all that stuff, like the video games, they had overseas they had to change the name on all, all that stuff. Yeah, because thought, it, yeah. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about like the the new little the toddler version that they just oh, released. Oh no no no, <laughs> Did no, they no really yeah. Really? Like Turtle Heroes or something? Yeah. Really? And it's like a toned down, like, little kids version. That really? They've, they've kind of started to Dude, do cartoons uh, what's for. what's his name? Eastman or whatever is going to be making bank right now. Yeah, because he's still, he's still tied to it. Yeah. He's still um, got all the rights, doesn't Peter he? Peter Laird yeah. uh, sold yeah. his half. Yeah. yeah. So, so Eastman's still, Eastman's like, still right. heavily yeah. involved with yeah. everything, the comics, and I think he still has part well, to do with the cartoon Rest in bit. peace, Donatello. Oh, my goodness. Spoilers. I should have oh, said that yeah. out loud. Sorry. <laughs> no. uh, rest in peace, uh, Donatello. Well, he's back because you just bought that comic for me for Christmas where it's Batman and the Ninja Turtles together. Yeah, um, yeah. they just dropped the the TMNT Batman crossover comic. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm behind on my Ninja Turtles comics. I didn't. Me I too. have not <laughs> read up to the point where Donatello dies. Yeah. But I know it happens. And and I think they kind of played it out later to where he comes back somehow, yeah, but I don't so. know how it plays yeah. out. But that um, the the people responsible for killing a Ninja Turtle for the first time ever, mm. Bebop and Rocksteady, and we are getting Bebop and Rocksteady in this new that's movie. That's another thing. It's the three so of us good. behind the curtain. No pun intended. The three of us are wrestling fans. So like that's another thing too. You got Sheamus in there. Like that's yeah. cool. Like he, he had that cool look anyways, but he kind of kept it. Kept with it in WWE, but yeah. like, 
I, I just like the way it looks. That, that, that it just feels right. I don't know. I'm trying to hard. I'm doing a poor job of explaining it, but like the trailer just feels right. Yeah, like it, like it was everything I wanted. Like yeah. first, you know, you're seeing Bebop and Rocksteady like as they were. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to do the purple glass and the mohawk. <laughs> they did it. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? It works. Like, I, I totally yeah, believe it. Yeah, like, I, even I totally think, believe this guy is just that crazy. That I even think that. they had the same accessories from the I original so. cartoon, yeah. like their necklaces and the yeah. helmets. And, yeah. Yeah. like, it's exactly what we wanted them to look like. We didn't want them beefed up and all this. I mean, they look almost identical to the cartoon. Just oh, bigger, yeah. I'm sure. Just, but, yeah. yeah. But they are a force to be reckoned with. I mean, there's that part where uh, Rocksteady's running through the line of cars and the cars are just flying out yeah. of his yeah. way. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm really excited. But I think this Bebop and Rocksteady are not going to be uh, – there's a little humor to them, but I don't think they're complete bumbling idiots. Yeah. And they're actually, you know, kind of menacing and threatening well, a little bit. they steal a tank for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, you can't be a bumbling <laughs> idiot and steal a tank. So, yeah. but, it, I mean, yeah, it had all the beats I wanted, and I'm calling it now – that stuff flying through the air that we saw is going to be the terror dr- the technodrome the technodrome getting built and i think the last 5 minutes or 10 minutes will be crank showing up crank. Yeah. That, that would yeah. make sense like crank. we all knew that bebop and rocksteady were coming but crank like once you see the hole in the sky and stuff coming down you know it's got to be dimension x there's no other explanation yep. so crank was kind of like an extra for the fans i think yep. so we're all you know, got our fingers crossed yeah. and, and just like we just hoping. Want some crank, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I and like you said, Deuce, I yeah. really hope. I don't want a lot of Krang in Turtles Two. Mm. I want Krang to set up for the third one. Yep. Yeah, I want it to be like maybe the last ten minutes is like uh, they finish, they wrap everything up, they wrap up the big fight. They're like, yeah, we won, everything's great. Well, what's going on <laughs> yeah. in the sky, guys? And then you know the the Technodrome shows up, and then Krang shows up. And then that set up the next movie. Absolutely. I think that's a great way to set it up. But this wasn't the only trailer that's been out. There's been a, several more. Um, let's let's talk about, what do you want to talk about next? What trailer? Uh, do you want to do Captain America? Let's yeah, let's do Civil War. Civil War. I think it was a you th- just got done reading it. Yeah, I read the comic. Um, Our good buddy Sean for Grapple Maniacs, let Corey borrow. Yeah, and uh, so I read through the comic, and I immediately was like, man, I cannot wait to see this movie. Um, it's obviously going to play out different. Yeah, it's the comic. set set up differently too with the Huge Winter Soldier and all that. That's all like different and whatnot. Um, but it is at the end of the day, it is Captain America versus Iron Man, which is what the main premise of Civil War the comic is. It's like you you look at what is it with uh, Spider Man? I guess we'll give a little bit, not really spoilers, but like the, the the one group is trying to outdo the other, and they're supposed to like. And the thing is, is as a reader, you're like. They both have points. They both have reasons to do what they're doing. And, like, there's no one's really a bad guy. Yeah. And that's what's so hard is, like, yeah. you're watching, especially as a Marvel fan uh, in the theaters, you're, you've watched all these characters grow, and you've had all these subsequent films they've been in, and you've got to grow in love with them, especially with Avengers and how great they work as a, as a team. And now they're being, like, patted against each other a la Civil War. It's like you don't know what to do. as a f- And I think that's an interesting dynamic. I think you're just like, wow, this is – it's like watching a train wreck. You know, you can't yeah. look away. You know, you're just like, or car wreck or whatever. You're like, oh, I, I want to see what happens. You know, yeah. like, what's going to happen? Like, because, wh- you know, what is what is slated next in the Marvel Universe after this? You know what I mean? Like, Captain mm-hmm. Mar- Thor has another movie. But, like, you don't yeah. really know what's... Uh, Doctor, Strange Doctor Strange is, is coming. One. Doctor Strange is, like, two months after Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
So that'll yeah, be. And that's the thing, because I mean, Civil War's wrapped. Like they've done shot yep. the movie, yep. and they're now shooting Doctor Strange. So, but I wonder what's going to happen with Iron Man, and, you know, and the Avengers crew, because that's 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 kind of a question mark on this. Well, you know? well, both of them. I mean, I mean, are we are we doing spoilers here for like the comic versus the movie, or how you want to play this? Uh, go ahead. Let's yeah, talk it out. I mean, yeah, Whatever. So, movies I, have been I mean, out. Civil War has been out for a hot minute. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can go to the Wikipedia page and right. find out the spoilers. Yeah. So. so, in the end of Civil War, Iron Man kind of comes out as the victor, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, they both walk away from it alive, but Captain America kind of fades off, in th- walks into the sunset, sunset kind of, yeah. and disappears and becomes like his own vigilante or something, I guess. Yeah. Is that correct, if, I'm yeah. if I remember right? Yeah. So, Iron Man kind of wins his case. Um, but there's so many characters that they use in the comic that you're obviously not going to see in this. No. And we're talking like big players in the comic storyline, yeah. like yeah. the Fantastic Four. Yep. Yeah. Um, Punisher, Punisher is kind of on the fence. Like, yeah. I would, I wouldn't be completely surprised if we see no. Punisher, but I don't well, think see, it's going to happen because the well, that, the from, yeah. Daredevil TV show is introducing Punisher this season. It's dropping here like in six months. So it'll be before the movie drops. Yeah. My only thing is if they got John Bernthal from uh, Walking Dead to shoot scenes for this movie, they had to do it so undercover and under wraps. Well, I mean, they could shoot it now if they wanted to. I mean, that's not that big of a deal shooting the scenes now, but to keep all that under wraps and not let it get out is the big thing. Um, Other big one, though, Wolverine. Like, as much like as much as I want to see a Wolverine in an Avengers movie or something, yeah. it's just never going to happen. I no. don't think unless it's somebody completely new. It, well, it's just the contracts, you know. Like yeah. it's like 20th Century Fox has Deadpool and they have uh, they X-Men have all series. the X-Men the mutants. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you you look at the you know what Marvel is doing. You know, Marvel Studios Productions films. You know, you got to base it on that and what they're doing with those movies. And of course, Fantastic Four is its own thing as well. So it's like, yeah, I, I think a whole. I think the, the audience has spoken on Fantastic Four. I think they're just—I don't know if they should do another one. I know they're, <laughs> they're slated to do something else, but like, they just dropped the ball. Oh, with that they already one. said that again. Yeah, I mean, stay in theaters for a month if that, it, yeah. and that's it. But I, I agree. I think it's going to be interesting because this is going to be the first time we see Spider-Man as uh, Marvel, right? Marvel Studios yeah. production. Yeah, Marvel Studios, yeah. and also you know the Sony's going to make Marvel Sony, yeah. movies, yeah. and uh, Disney's going to help with that. I think sure. Kevin Feige is supposed to be helping yeah. supervise yeah. those. Yeah. But my opinion, I think, is that the Phase 1 and the Phase 2 movies, the connective tissue was uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. I could see now that we're starting Phase 3, maybe Spider-Man being the connective tissue. Like, he pops up in each movie, and that's what connects His webbing connects together. everybody. Yeah, kind of <laughs> webbing and well, sticks it all together. What if he but, replaces kind of the Captain America role in the future movies? I don't that's think... That's a possibility. He, well, maybe. I mean... Captain America is going to be Captain America, but, I mean, multiple people have taken on Captain America. Like, a Bucky was Captain America for yeah, a while. Yeah. Now I'm talking the about new sp- comics, uh, the Falcon is Captain America. I think he's talking about, like, the mantle of... Like, of, being the good guy. Uh, yeah, 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 taking his place, yeah. Like, in the Avengers movie, like, I know Captain America is going to show back up. Yeah. But, I mean, we really don't know what's going to play out in Civil War yet. So we, we don't either. We can't jump to conclusions, I no. guess. No. Well, I'm going to jump to conclusion now. <laughs> Everybody's going to live. Like, I don't think yeah. they'll kill off anybody major. If somebody dies, it's going to be like, I don't know, maybe War Machine or somebody that's yeah. easily replaceable. But sure. none of your main core cast members are right. going to yeah. die. 
I think that they're going to be on as long as they're age appropriate. Like, sure. hell, friggin', I don't even know how old the guy who plays Tony Stark is. Um, he's fifty something. Is he late forties or is he? 50s? Oh, he's fifty already. Yeah, yeah. dude, he's going to be Robert doing Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey he's Jr. He's going to be doing that. Yeah, but his contract ended walk. after Civil War. Like he he says he doesn't have a contract anymore to do I, anymore. Oh, I think dude, they I think back they the money truck up to his house and drop it off. Well, it's not the money. It's not the money. It's it's it's. Just, I don't know. I, I think he he wants. I feel like he has a little bit of creative dis- creative uh, control dis- control over his uh, uh, of what he does in a film. Once he says, "All right, I'm hanging up the the boot," so to speak, I feel like he he's he's wiped his hands clean of that really? universe. Yeah, because like yeah. it's not that he doesn't like it; he loves it. But he, I, I feel like it's very demanding on him. You know, a lot. It's very involved. Well, you got you got these youngsters the that are yeah. in the movie. You know, yeah. the Hemsworths and and all they're all young kids, and yeah. he's like. You know, much older than everyone else. I think this is a big demand, big toll on his body and his family. You know what I mean? Like spending time with his family, and of course, you know Robert Downey Jr. Who who else is like on a polar opposite in their life? I mean, the dude yeah. was like <laughs> on the downward spiral, and he's turned his life around. I mean, he's got to thank his lucky stars that he was able to kind of like write, you know, write his own life, you know, and whatnot. But I think if it's not the money, I think it's just, I think a lot of people when they get to this point in their career, it's like. I, I want guaranteed time off. I want guaranteed this. You know, but I he think could do that if he's like, okay, I'll do the movie, but you only get me for three weeks. I'm only doing this. I'm only doing this much of the press tour. Disney will be like, okay. Well, I mean, because he's. I, in the I, I think he's seat. great. I yeah. think he's great. I think he is Iron Man. I, I think he's yeah. nailed it. I think he's Tony Stark. I, I, he's got the charisma. He's charismatic. He, you believe everything he says. Even in even in Age of Ultron, which wasn't as good as, uh, the first Avengers, he was still great in it. He was still funny and like he's. I don't know. He he he's perfect. Like his he's mannerisms. Like, he's like Hugh Jackman with Wolverine. Oh, like, Hugh Jackman's yeah. awesome. Who's gonna take that? This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Role, like, yeah, it's almost impossible. He was born to play that role. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the same thing people said about Christopher Reeve, right, with Superman. Like, he was Superman. He was Superman. And, like, he still is. I think yeah. people, that's one of the things I think of. Speaking of Superman, nice little yeah. segue there. <laughs> uh, Batman vs. Superman. Um, thoughts on the trailer? I know it's been out I'm for a little while. I'm actually now excited to see it. Like, before the first trailer, I was like, eh. But now that I saw this new one, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see that. I might actually even go see the opening weekend. So Yeah, first trailer was kind of toned down. It was kind of like the setup, like yeah. the people against Superman and then – how Superman has affected Bruce Wayne's sure. personal life, and uh, and then Bruce Wayne, like I guess, wanting to exact revenge or like just yeah. kind of make him answer to what he's done, and uh, and then there's the new trailer that they dropped. What like yeah. last week or yeah. la- week yeah. before? Two weeks ago, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's night and day difference because it's the first time we've really gotten to see any footage with Lex, mm-hmm. which. I'm not sold. I'm, I'm not sold on. <laughs> well, it's Lex. not. It's not that. I, I think the problem is, is that there's some actors can play 
a certain type of character really well, and yeah. that's, and I felt like I felt like with Jesse Eisenberg, he plays very similar characters, and he's good at it. That's, uh, and it all depends on and that's his shtick. Like, that's his shtick. Like, yeah. The, Look at Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller plays. Yeah. Ben Stiller can play a really good straight guy. He can also play the extreme weightlifter guy, like bodybuilder yeah. guys. So like, <laughs> you have people like Adam Sandler only plays one guy. We'll, we'll throw that out there. Uh, but uh, anyway, some people. But I play, buy it every time. But people, mm-hmm. but people like certain. They do something really well. That's their thing. You know, Vin Diesel is typecast as a certain do- person, um, and some people can branch out. You know, do different things. But I feel like with this Batman versus Superman, I feel. Like he's he's doing okay. I I don't. I, we won't know until we see the actual film. I, I kind of. Do you want genius Lex or do you want just someone that's just powerful and tries as an entrepreneur? See, that's the thing. Like that, I want kind of like the genius Lex, and this is way too manic because Lex was more methodical. Like he had a. Yeah. Plan. But he wasn't always a genius though, and that's the thing is like a lot a lot of the Lex growing up, he was just very rich, and he happened to buy people. That he would he'd buy people out. Like he would actually pay money. Uh, to have people build stuff for him, and like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this the Superman universe is so diverse. That is true because th- you got to think they've been writing that comic since what the 40s, 50s. I mean, there's so much it, of a backstory. It's got, hard. Like, what is Superman canon? Years. You know yeah. what I mean? What is yeah. canon for Superman? Yeah. Because they've rebooted it so many different times, and I feel like this might just be his own interpreta- interpretation of of Lex. You know, um, and. As long as he's better than the the Superman Returns, because that was awful. That <laughs> Kevin was, Spacey. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like that was that was horrible. I like that one, but that's I'm, I'm not yeah. out. Uh, I think he was trying too hard to be yeah. like yeah. Uh, the Gene original. Hackman. Yeah, Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah. And I felt like even the story was like sorry, we're not going off on that, but like Gene, even that was like Lex Island was just a rip. They've already done that already in the movie. Yeah. Like that, that's the same thing doing over again. I just I think that the the Jesse Eisenberg that's the name right mm-hmm. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg he's like. On the cusp of being too Jokerish is what maybe is yeah, and that's I, that's I think the reason why I was like I don't like this because like you're playing too much like the Joker, too manic, too all over the place, and I'm like uh, you should be a little bit more methodical, more sinister. But, yeah, more sinister because like more intimidating. When he's like ninety miles I think a minute maybe, talking to him, I think him, maybe like, he should have been older. I think he's really yeah. young. You know what I mean? That was like, my I, thing too. I think you, I don't think you t- can take him as seriously. You know what I mean? Like he's. So I can't much picture because they plan on using him for so long. They're like, we maybe need a younger so. actor. Oh, maybe that's, for the that's next true. 20, 30 years. That's true. My thing is, is I don't know why, but my my vision of Lex Luthor always goes back to, could I picture this guy as president? Yeah, it's true. true. And that's I don't really point. see Jesse Eisenberg as being President that type material. of like a leader. Yeah. True, that's a good point. You know, I feel like with this, you also get to see more of Wonder Woman, which I I am still on the fence because I she when I, I I'm sorry. Our good friend David Berger, uh, he's he he lo- he's a huge Wonder Woman fan oh, and, and like ginormous. and he's an awesome author. Check out his books; he's fantastic. Um, he's got the the Task Force Gaia series, which we're gonna have him on the show soon. He's an awesome, dude. Uh, we got to interview him at Emerald City Comics uh, last year. He's an awesome author, a great guy. But he's a big fan of Wonder Woman. Like that's his thing. He loves it, and like he's so into the character. And like I know he's been up and down about the character, and because my and I was talking to him about it, and I was like, well. The problem is, is Gail Godot, like, she's a very pretty woman, don't get me wrong, she's brunette. She's really skinny, though. But she's so thin, like, she doesn't look powerful, she doesn't look like an Amazonian, you know, like, she doesn't, she doesn't have she any to cut thick. to her arms. Yeah. Even, even if she's just more cut, like, I would be like, alright, cool, but she just looks so frail. Yeah. Like, she looks so thin, she's pretty, don't get me wrong, but she's so frail. And, like, when I think of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, I think of, like, even even uh, Linda Carter was more cut than she than yeah. Gal Gadot is, and I was just like, man, she looks so frail. She look, I I think 
I, I don't know. I think this is just where it's going to go. I think uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I have good faith, though. I think this this is going to be a good movie because I think a lot of us were let down with Man of Steel. Um, yeah. and so, I mean, I was mixed, whatever, 60% of Rotten Tomatoes. So it's I loved it. I'm just going to go uh, on record. I love the Man of Steel movie. Did yeah. you? I thought it was okay. Like, I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought, yeah. like, 7 out of 10. Like, yeah, I'm I the same way, Deuce. I, 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 there was... There's a lot of cool things. It's the best yeah. Superman's ever looked. Like yeah. his flight looked. The special effects were great. The I just, love the actor though. Yeah, like, yeah, I Henry, Cavill, Henry Cavill. I, yeah. And yeah. dude, I'm gonna go on record in saying that the the uh, uh, Russell Crowe trailer is probably one of the best trailers I've seen in over a decade. That trailer had me in goosebumps from beginning to end. Like just the way they shot it. The the with him. It, Oh man, dude! I I don't I I want to do a segment one time where we talk about our favorite <laughs> trailers of all time, just the trailers themselves, how yeah. they speak to you. Man of Steel spoke to me from the beginning with the music and like this the Williams well, score I knew you'd in there. Like it for the music. Oh music man! All yeah. So, jam. but uh, but yeah. So like Man of Steel, I, I thought I, it was okay. You know, um, I I it was and better than Returns. I did not care at all oh, for Superman yeah. Returns. Superman Returns was that like was a, that was the first movie I went and saw in 3D IMAX. What a disappointment. <laughs> It Superman just, Returns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Superman. Wow. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it later. But like Superman, Superman just didn't do anything. Like he just stood there. Like he, he, he how many shots of his face do you need? And yeah. him spinning in a circle. Like, you know, like <laughs> he didn't do anything. Like you shoot somebody in the eye and you go in for a super punch, but you cut away. Well, then the other like, thing, like in the in the IMAX that we went to, yeah, it it used to they used to have this thing where it would flash like a pair of glasses in the bottom corner when oh, they would it? when they'd say put on your 3D glasses now. And, uh, oh, that's that's weird. That so, brings you back. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the whole movie wasn't 3D. That it was brings just you back. Parts of it. I remember so, Harry Potter did that too. So I remember. Yeah. it would flash, and it was like, put on your 3D glasses. Superman's running through a cornfield. Like I'm not even kidding. That was the only yeah. thing I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> it was like zero action, but I think yeah. that's I think that's the problem people had was it was the juxtaposition of both films. One was like no action. One was like incessant, over crazy action. I think it was just a little a little too much for some people. But you can't please everybody, right? With these no. films, um, obviously but I, not. But I feel like we're we're all kind of in the consensus that we're looking forward to it in a yeah, way. Baby. What about? Um, Ben Affleck. Like, I know there was some outrage at first. Love ben love ben I think Affleck. it's a great idea. He looks awesome. awesome. And Good I love fit. how he's more of an aged uh, yeah. Bruce with the the gray, That's the silver fox kind of deal. I want old, angry Bruce. I, like I don't it. want young, I can kill because, the world Bruce. Yeah, because Bruce, like, he's. Uh, that's why I'm curious to see if they stick with Ben Affleck because we, we all want it, our Dark Knight Returns movie. We want it. We want a very 60-year-old Batman coming back to redeem his limelight. And that that's what's such a great story by Frank Miller. The story yeah. was so great, uh, but uh, I think Ben Affleck just has the look. I I, I believe him. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I all think, in for it. I think the general public is like, oh, he's too Hollywood and all this, too big of a name. But the general public doesn't know Ben Affleck is probably a bigger Batman fan yep. than eighty oh percent of Batman well, fans. Here's Absolutely. the problem: because <laughs> that ninety percent of America isn't Kevin Smith fans, right? Like the three of us <laughs> yeah. is the problem. Like if you were <laughs> like, you, hey, have Thank you ever you. heard of a movie called Mallrats? Yes. Yeah. yes. They'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Or like, "Dogma, hey, have you chasing ever heard of Dogma, or chasing, chasing Amy, Amy oh, or goodness. any of that stuff." Yeah, he's been best friends with Kevin Smith. He's gonna yeah, do okay. He's gonna yep. do okay. And that's the thing because. Here's the thing. I'm thinking, okay, I'm Ben Affleck. I get this movie part. Even if I'm unsure about it, I can call my best friend, Kevin Smith, and be like... Who's written Batman gra- right. uh, uh, stories. He's stories. written books. And yeah. be like, hey, how should I play this? Or, hey, how does this look? Or, 
can even be like, hey, can I bring you over some footage, some dailies? You watch it with me and tell me what I did right or what I did Absolutely. wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. And Kevin will tell him, hell, the dude's even got a podcast called, what is it, Fat Man on Batman? Yep. Where yeah. all yep. he does is talk about Batman. Yep. So, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if maybe Kevin Smith made a few set visits and was on site. Oh, during I have heard, allegedly, he's kind of a creative consultant on all the D, uh, DCU, right. is Kevin Smith. Like, he's kind of... They're not, like, saying he is because they don't want to, like, throw his name out there, but supposedly he knows what's going on with all the DCU, and they ask him questions. Because, in my opinion, when it comes to DC Comics, who to talk to besides Kevin Smith? And that's your demographic. Those fanboys that are fans of Kevin Smith Absolutely. are your ones that buy the merchandise, yep. that have the disposable income because they're old enough, yep. and will go and see the movies. Absolutely. That's who you want to play yep. to. I think sure. it's safe to say that Kevin Smith is probably – our self-proclaimed ambassador for all absolutely <laughs> for yeah. sure for I sure mean, we wouldn't even be doing this podcast yep. if it wasn't right. for kevin smith because yep. kevin smith forever was like if you have a voice you need to do a podcast I, I think it's a wild west radio let, so. let's let's be honest most of america w- the reason they scoffed at ben affleck was because of two reasons and you and i've said this before on our podcast Julie? yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it's because it, the, he did daredevil right and Daredevil flopped, right? It was not a good movie for most people's I eyes. Liked it, but uh, I completely forgot about it, to be completely I honest with you. That's yeah, how bad it was. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's not Ben Affleck's fault. It was no. a poor script, poor direction. It just the movie was not good, you know. And, and like I said earlier, like you, you're only as good as what you're given, right? And also, uh, Pearl Harbor was like a a huge flop, like. And really? it was the lead in I it. I love yeah. that movie. I uh, did too, and I know like everybody I know saw it, so that's yeah. why I can't believe it was so a it, it was just that. like so like he's he's been in movies that weren't received well in a mainstream audience, but then on the flip side, the but dude he was like in Armageddon was like one right. of the biggest movies ever. So but I he's also that could, that could go both ways. Yeah, but but I just people love to hate Ben Affleck and I think that's I don't know why, but like I mean People just don't like him, and I, I I always go back to these these films. Like he is an amazing director. First of all, people haven't checked out Gone Baby Gone, uh, The Town, or his uh, Oscar winning um, really uh, Argo. Argo, he won an oh, Oscar yeah. for director there. I Keep loved that all mind. three of those. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's an he's an uh, he is a Oscar winning director as well as an uh, as a writer because you know he wrote and he was in uh, Good, Good Will Hunting. Hunting. Like he's he's actually got a great pedigree. Hollywoodland, he was amazing in that, which was about Superman, the original George Reeve. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting, ironic. Uh, he was great in that. So like, he actually is a really great guy, really great director, really great actor. He just I don't know. The, the audience just loves to hate him, and yeah. I, I think this will get him back in the limelight. I think if if this goes well, people can be like, "All right, awesome, yeah, you won your Oscar, but you're Batman now." You know yeah. what I mean? Like some yeah. people don't care about that stuff, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm. We're two for two. We're generally happy about what's so, happening. Well, then the other thing is you've got. Okay, we said we said Wonder Woman, but then you've got Aquaman coming in on this. Oh, we haven't yep. seen anything about him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen nothing. He's, he's, yeah, Jason Momoa, gonna, Jason right? Momoa, yeah. yep. He's going to show up. Supposedly, him, Cyborg, and Flash are going to show up in Flash this movie. Is in, in this, this movie. too? Yeah, it, I didn't it, know that. It might Allegedly. be like a 30-second yeah. clip yeah. of like... Oh, because the whole idea is they yeah. want to get the Justice League thing going, Because right? the next movie is going to be the Justice, Justice League, League movie. Yeah. movie. So they want to so, kind of yeah. do the opposite of what Marvel's doing. They want to go... Because that's why it was yeah. Superman, Batman, 
Dawn of Justice because Justice League is what they want to do next because they're trying to they're trying to get to the Avengers quicker than the Avengers did. <laughs> they want like, to. Look, we're behind the eight ball, guys. Yeah, we got to bring out the big guns. Yeah. So well, that, they're going to probably do the Avengers and then do the solo movies for everybody and the Wonder Woman movies filming right now. So that might and be next Suicide too. Squad and Suicide Squad, and Squad, which Squad. looks oh, amazing. Um, but then um, the other thing, okay, the big reveal in the new trailer they dropped, yeah, Doomsday, Doomsday, yeah. Like when that happened, like I, I just like leaned forward in my chair and I was like, "What? You got to yeah. be kidding me!" <laughs> yeah. It was a good reveal. I like the setup of it with Zod. I think it's a great idea. Yep, I think it's good. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. One thing you can't, I think all of us agree, I think Zack Snyder has a unique visual style. I think he, you know, you look at his past films, like 300, I mean, that, that movie was just like art, just yeah. artwork on your on your screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Watchmen was a very faithful adaptation of, uh, like, it's very faithful, it's almost, yeah. to, almost to its detriment, because some people were kind of like, whoa, this is so close to, like, the source material. Uh, but great visual style. What was the one with the the girls in the asylum? A sucker punch. Sucker punch. That one was, was uh, awesome. that one was mixed, uh, pretty mixed uh, for the most part. Great, I loved vi- it, great yeah. visual style though. I mean, that's one thing you can't knock the guy. Even Man of Steel, great visual style. Like the guy has a great vision. It's just I I think some of the writers that he has are a little bit shaky, but yeah. we'll see what happens. But I think we're all pretty much on board with it. Yeah. Uh, what's next? We t- we talked about three films. Uh, we're another one that trailer that we saw Apocalypse X Men X Men Age of Apocalypse. Uh, I want to see more. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was okay. It, it, yeah. it didn't blow it's me. It didn't. Kn- it didn't knock me off my socks. Because yeah. uh, I think there's a whole backlash of the internet. The internet likes to complain about stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about the way Apocalypse 2016. Yep. Johnny. Yep. <laughs> so I I think the uh, the best meme I saw, and it was kind of my first thought, but it was like a a thought in the back of my mind. I'm like, where have I seen this guy before? Apocalypse looks just like the Mighty Ivan, Morphin Power Rangers Ivan guy. Ooze from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He sure does, yep. <laughs> so it was a little... But uh, ironically, he's played by Oscar Isaac, who is Poe Dameron in The Force really? Awakens. Yeah, I did not know strange, that. strange, right? He looks so different. Really? Yeah, well, that, he looks that so gives different. a little hope then. Yeah, yeah but he's <laughs> a good actor, so you, yeah. you you already have that, like, all right, he's a good actor. You know that guy's a good actor, so yeah. it's it's he looks so different. But, like, I feel like the problem I'm having now is like they're, they're introducing so many new characters, and I understand this is X Men uh, Apocalypse or whatever. Like this is about his story and all that, but I just feel like there's just so much going on. A Psylocke, Olivia Munn, and Psylocke, and like this is they have Archangel. Like I understand that's all part of the Apocalypse storyline, but like it just feels like I think it's going to check some people out. Like if you yeah. well, I think some of the actors I'd are done because like. The guy playing Xavier, the guy playing Magneto, and Jennifer Lawrence, they only signed on for, for one, three. For three, yeah. So it's like, well, if they decide to check out, now we've got, you know, now we've got the original X-Men back. We've got Angel. We've got Cyclops. We've got Jean Grey. Uh, we could throw Psylocke in there now. Maybe um, like a New Mutants kind of deal. Where yeah, you like and series. so it's yeah. like, well, if they decide to check out when we do our next X-Men movie – then we've still got people to play it's with. It's a good way to set it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah and for a new a, generation. Yeah. Pass the torch, if you will. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I, to me, the last X-Men movie kind of lost me a little bit. I wasn't Days of Future overly, Past. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't overly impressed with it. Um, first Class was, I, I put that top for the X-Men We movie. went and saw that together. First yeah, Class was, a, yeah. was First Class. I, I, it was good. I really liked the very first X-Men, the second X-Men, and First Class. Those are I my top three. I know we saw it together because me, you, your wife, and one of my exes went, and we all went to downtown the, Disney. Downtown Disney. Yeah, the Fork and Screen. Yeah, the Fork first and Class screen. was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's a uh, big, big hat, uh, shout out to Matthew Vaughn, uh, who, who you know from um, 
uh, Kingsman. He did. He directed that. He also uh, directed. Which, uh, if you have not Kill seen Bill, Kingsman, not Kill Bill. Get Sorry, all say that over again. Say that. that again. I messed up. Say that again. If you guys have not seen Kingsman, get all over that. That movie was amazing. He also like, directed. Knocks my socks He also off. directed. Uh, Matthew Vaughn's a British director. He he uh, he also directed. He did Kingsman, like you said. He also directed. Uh, Uh, Layer Cake, which is a fantastic like espionage, with which has Daniel Craig in it, which is cool. Before he did the Bond stuff, uh, also he he is in uh, he did he directed the first Kickass movie, which is awesome. Yeah. So like the guy has a pedigree; he's a great director. Uh, now you, the interesting thing is like you have like First Class, which I think I agree with you guys. I think it set the bar so high for X Men movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like feeling like it's kind of like trickling down. Like I don't know. Like it doesn't feel like it's. Like you get some cool things happening in these other movies, but I don't feel like you, I think you got to the apex of first class. Everything's kind of gone downhill a yeah, little bit. Yeah. The decline in the roller coaster, so yeah. to speak. Like you're excited and all that, and then first past days of future past had like cool moments from both. You know, both directors, and you're like, oh, okay. And now it's like, I just feel like the audience is checking out. I yeah. don't, I don't know. Like, I it's feel like definitely, little... it's definitely not like huge pre-sales anymore i mean that's no. kind of over with i think for the x-men franchise right now yeah and, th and that's the thing because like fox when it comes to like that's one of their big franchises is the x-men because it's made them so much money and that's the only marvel movie that they have the rights to to do and that's why they're doing you know deadpool and all this other stuff they're going to spin it out as many ways as they can but they've got to lock down the original franchise because if the x-men starts floundering I mean, yes, I think Deadpool's going to do amazing, but it's like they don't want to see solo movies if that one doesn't do well. The yeah. only other saving grace they've got is the Wolverine, uh, Wolverine the old man Logan movie that's coming out. I think that's going to be huge. No, is Hugh Jackman in it? Or yeah. Hugh Jackman? Oh, he is signed for this. that's his last. Okay. He said, yeah. this is yeah. my last X-Men movie, and they're going to do the old man Logan story. He said, after that, I'm... That's going to be an awesome story. It's a great book. Well, um, that's the other thing. I'm really interested to see, does he show up in... Apocalypse because he has such a big part in the he apocalypse does. In story. The original story line, so he does. yeah, so Absolutely. if he doesn't show up at all, that's going to be a huge problem. So, I think um, my issue with the apocalypse trailer, and well, X Men in general, like I said, the Days of Future Past, and then this one, it's getting too Green Lanterny for me. Like too much cgi like they rely on it way too much yeah, now. yeah yeah they did that in the last movie i thought like with the sentinels and yeah, everything like sure. there was a lot of cgi sure. and i'm like this is just getting out of well, hand well like, here's the weird thing is like there was a lot of cgi when it wasn't in the 60s but when it was in the 60s and days of future past it was all real organic stuff i'm like they even used like a real handy cam back in the day like to shoot stuff yeah, like yeah. from their so there was some really cool things that happened, but but only in the '60s version. Like when you got to the futuristic stuff, then your like brain, because there's a thing that your brain does. Like it, it, it tells you like when you go back and see an old movie. Like if you see Terminator One, like your brain goes, "All right, this is claymation. This is CG, like really bad CG." But at the time when you watch it, when it's the only technology you have, you think it's amazing, yeah. right? That's why I think not to go off on a tangent, but I think that's why Jurassic Park still holds up today is the fact that it's a blend of organic rule sets, CG, and hand-drawn animation. Like, it's a combination of all three art styles. It lends to a way better uh, suspension of disbelief. Absolutely. And I think that's what we, we talked about Star Wars in another episode, and I feel like that's what was the saving grace of, of The Force Awakens was how organic everything looked, how real right. lived in it felt. And I think the problem is, is your brain, in these X-Men movies, your brain's going, ah, this just looks 
like you're it doesn't look real it looks same like with the original turtles like there's real turtles there fighting yeah. these guys it is it <laughs> so is you know like i i think that's i think that's the problem is like once your brain tells you this is all fake and not you know it's all cg and it doesn't look it just looks like a, a computer game then your brain just kind of like shuts off some people some people love that stuff but like for me my brain goes all right this is because yeah, you can appreciate, <laughs> you can appreciate really good CG, and and people go, well, CG just sucks in general. And I go, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you a movie that CG blew my mind was a Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that yeah. orangutan they had in that film, he looked. They put it up. I put it up. I did this online as a test. I put it online. Find the CG character in this movie. No one could find it. Everyone thought, everyone thought that orangutan was real. When I showed them that shot, this is pre before it came out, and they were like. There's no way that's a CG character. I go, yes, that's a that's a CG character, not a real orangutan or whatever. I'm like, there is really good CG out there, you yeah. know, and it's done tastefully. Just beca- and I think that's the problem with the original Star Wars is I think Lucas just said CG just went had had just threw a bucket out there yeah. and like CG was everywhere and it gives you that like uh, doesn't give you that sense of realism that like believable believability. You're just like uh, your brain disconnects. My point like with CG now is like. Man, if you're gonna if you're gonna have that much CG in it, I might as well just go watch the old X Men cartoon. Right. Yeah. You know, if well, I want to watch a cartoon, I'll just pop I'm in a give DVD. You a perfect. Did you see that thing I dropped in the the chat? You probably didn't. Uh, in our uh, face or our little chat for our XFL league, it was they did the entire Apocalypse trailer with the old car- X Men cartoon. Oh really? And they did it shot for shot with <laughs> the X Men cartoon, That's and it cool. looked really really good. Yeah. So it was kind of neat. Um. But yeah, no, I agree with you guys. I, I feel like one example where your brain, where sometimes CG kind of messes with you, is I like the Age of Ultron overall. I thought it was okay. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun film. But there's a scene where CG dis dis uh, suspends your reality, right? Disbelief, because it, it goes in and there's a shot where they're underneath the ground and the camera's going through a glass floor. There's no way a camera could actually pull that off. So at that point, my brain goes. That's not a real camera. I mean, it is, but like that's all like clever work, and that's one of the things I didn't like. Even though you love the movie, the, the, I didn't like about Jurassic World was there was parts where I was like, the camera. There's no way a camera could go in and out like in that part yeah. where they're all running in the trees of the raptors. The camera zooming in and out, going underneath the branches. Like, there's no way a camera could do that. Pull it off. I don't care how great of a camera you have, <laughs> and my brain just shuts out, checks out. I'm just like. Phew. But I love the Raptors the way they look. They look Did great. Did your brain check out in uh, Return of the Jedi with the speeder bikes through Endor? Not at the, not <laughs> not at the time. You know, at the time that yeah. was like special effects. You know, that's like, what I'm saying. Like the greatest thing. Ever. But like you go back now and you look. All right, well that you know. And but I, I, when I watched that the other day, the Return of the Jedi, that's where I went. I was like, how did they pull that off? Like, there's no way a camera's whipping through these trees this fast. But it looks like they actually. Well, it is it is, it is a real camp. It is it is a real forest. Uh, so to give you guys some heads up, they actually they did they did film a real forest. I think in California or something like that. It's the Redwood Forest. Redwood Forest, and they actually took a camera and the guy walked really slowly with a with and a steady cam, and and then they sped it up. Oh. So like it's an actual forest. That's hmm. why it looks so organic and yeah. lived in and stuff. But like some people just use cool like modern practical effects, you know. And I think that's something that I think you guys both hit said it tonight and in our Star Wars episode. People rely too much on it. Yeah. Like it's you're like, oh, we'll fix it in a post. Right. You know what I mean? Like, ah, we'll fix it. Yeah, but it. you don't want to do that. You want to get it in the shot. You want to get it for real. And I think, like you said, you want to have real sets. You want to have practical effects because I'm hoping that movies are working that way because I felt like, you know, I think Jurassic World did it to some extent. I, I know Star Wars did it a whole lot, the new one. 
Um, I'm hoping movies are going more to the let's do less CGI, let's do more practical because it works better. Mm-hmm. So at least I hope. So I, I, I think the three of us agree that we weren't as enthused about X-Men Apocalypse. No. I think all three of us were like, eh. But I did want to ask one question while sure. we're kind of on the, the X-Men franchise. Thoughts on Deadpool? I know the, the trailer's a little bit older. It's not, like, brand new. What are you guys thinking? Going uh, into well, the coming Deadpool from movie? someone like me that actually read, like, the original run and whatnot, yeah. and then, of course, the, the Cable and Deadpool run. Like, yeah. I'm coming from, like, someone that actually read the comics, and I – which is different. A Deadpool fanboy, if you will. Uh, big, I, I'm, I'm a pretty good, pretty good fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy Deadpool a lot. I think he's witty, and he's like this. He's like I always described to someone that doesn't know who Deadpool is. I say he's like Spider Man, but NC seventeen. Like he's making <laughs> he's like the R rated Spider Man. Yeah, he's yeah. he makes fun of people like Spider Man, but he curses at them. He talks about their mom. He talks about having sex with their moms, and like he's just really stupid and funny. But like he's also really badass. Like he he, 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 yeah, he he's he really good. Up. He could yeah, back yeah. it up, you know. And I think Ryan Reynolds. I think that was just so great. Is Ryan Reynolds was born to play Deadpool. Right. Like he was. I really do think he was yeah. like, born to play. I always, Deadpool. I always go back to the movie that love or hate it. Uh, uh, Blade Trinity. He oh was playing God. Deadpool. That was Deadpool. He was smart oh, yeah. act. He's smart Alec. He was a smart ass. Like he, he was, you know, great with a sword and he could back it up. And I think that's like that was Deadpool in that movie. Like and now it's like that fan ma- that little test footage or whatever that I think deliberately got leaked. Well, it yeah. did. Did you yeah. see a part of the the twelve days of uh, yeah. Deadpool? Sure. What, one of them was a, a, a sheet of the script that they wrote in it. And on one of the corners, he writes, "Thanks for leaking this, so and so." And it's yeah. one of the producers on the yeah. movie. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, like, it was smart. Totally it was a great. Even purpose. if it's even if it was like like a great, just a great PR scheme, it was awesome. And it I, worked. I, We're getting the movie. That's all I wanted. Yeah, so. and I think the only thing that I'm going to be weird about with Deadpool is like I think it's going to be good. I wouldn't know how far they're going to take it. Yeah. Like, because you got to f- have that fine line. Like, it's an R-rated film. Obviously, they they've gone out and said it's R-rated. Yeah. But like. How far are you going to push the envelope? Like, What's in my a, opinion, I don't think there will be any nudity. I think it's just going to be violence and language. Yeah. What do you in think? In my opinion, what do you yeah, think? I agree. I mean, it's not like they're restricted by the Disney title on this one. Sure, no, that's a good they point. Can do whatever they want. Yeah. Fox that's true. Knows it, that's so. I mean, I mean, Wolverine's dropped some f bombs already. Yes. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Well, the other thing is, I read an article, and let me throw this out for our lawyers. Allegedly, uh, to get the R-rated title, they had to lose like five million a budget. And they said fine. Yeah. So we'll make it up in sponsors. Dude, we'll, we'll get Taco Bell to put out chimichangas. Yeah, we'll do seriously, this, do like that. if if like, Taco we'll Bell doesn't five... get on this, like <laughs> seriously, I'm telling you right now, Taco Bell, if you do not get on the chimichanga, I'm going to be so mad. And you better make that chimichanga a dollar. Yeah, well, I should. Right? I'll, I'll pay extra for a chimichanga if I can get a Taco but Bell. Like, and get I, a, seriously, like, like a Deadpool meal that was made. They were made to be a, a collaborative team. Like I, they yeah. should do something with it, but. Uh, I, I think it's going to do well. I, I think there's a lot of – I think Deadpool is a – there's a there's a lot of Deadpool fans out there, not even necessarily comic book fans, just people that like Deadpool, the character. Like, there's a lot of cosplayers out there. You go to conventions, you see Deadpool everywhere. So you know there's people out there that love Deadpool. They they like the idea of him. Well, it's uh, not even that. He's like, the I've anti-hero. multiple people you know? that aren't big, like, comic book fans or comic book movie fans. Like, tell me about this Deadpool. Like, I saw the trailer. This looks really funny or, yeah. like – Hey, this looks really cool. Yeah, they've dropped a couple cool trailers for it. People are like that aren't comic book fans are like, this looks really fun. One thing yeah. that I really like is the fact that they they didn't just CG his face. Like he's actually wearing a real mask. I think. Oh yeah. Ryan Reynolds Suit said that good. from the, Ryan Reynolds said that from day one. He goes, I have to have a mask on. I don't want them CGing my face uh, because 
the nice thing is they can play with his eyes in CG, which looks really cool. I think actually, yeah. uh, we're looking at like a, a our good friend Josh Bauer did a cool little uh, uh, mini canvas of Deadpool, and like we're looking at it and like his eyes have like a character to them, like the yeah. way the way he looks and stuff. I like the fact that he's just himself in the suit, but they're gonna play a little bit of um, you know a little bit of CG on his eyes yeah. to give him a little bit of character. But I love the fact that it's a real suit. It's not like oh we're and they tried a lot of wire work in this film too, which I was reading online was like. A lot of the action stuff, choreographed stuff, is all you know, actual real stuff. It's not like the first Spider-Man movie where it's all just CG heavy, like woo, he's going through the city. Yeah. It's all CG. Like they're actually going to try to keep it as organic as possible, and I, I really appreciate that effort. So yeah. well, I do too because I want it to be like, I mean, Deadpool pretty much just needs to be kind of like a kung fu movie. Like you sure, can do a yeah, lot of that absolutely. practically. Absolutely, you don't need to to go crazy with CG. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's going to be a good movie. And Taco Bell, if you don't get on those chimichangas. <laughs> Deuce is going to be on the loose. Uh, Deuce <laughs> will be on the loose yep. if you don't give me a chimichanga. If exactly. you give him these chimichangas, Deuce will be on the loose yeah. as well. Uh, exactly. I tell you, yeah, I probably will. Hey, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, hey, I got it. hey hey Deuce is uh, on the loose stools. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, this has been another amazing episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce with our great friend, Corey. Corey, how do people find you on the internet? Uh, on Twitter, it's at Gordo Gringo. On Instagram, it's at FL underscore Corcor, C-O-R-C-O-R, 85. Awesome. So thank you so much, Corey, for joining us. Hopefully we have you back again soon. Yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. Yeah. And, of course, we got our huge TMNT episode coming up in the near oh future. Oh, gosh. We ha- we're that. all going to have to sit down and talk about yeah. that after like that movie we comes do, up. We, th- we've got, like, four special guests, and you're one of them yep. that gets to be involved. But I'm we're honored. Doing a big we're excited. When, when I was a kid, my only uh, hope and aspiration was – I want to grow up and be an even bigger TMNT fan. There you go. <laughs> did, he, did, did, he, did he earned it? He, crossed, he did. He, he did. He, he's crossed the line. Definitely. So he's good. So, uh, Deuce, uh, we are a twice-weekly podcast. And, of course, people, we want to do a mailbag episode soon. Um, and we're actually probably just going to launch a date because I think the sooner you get someone to have a date in mind, I think they might yeah, actually. I think we should just. Pre- we've been throwing this out for a hot next minute. Next episode, let's like, just say yeah. this. The next episode we record, we're going to get a date. And okay. that way we have a definitive, all right, get your in by this date. Maybe yeah. it'll give an urgency yeah. to you because everyone's busy, especially through the holidays and all that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So we'll, we'll, f- we'll pick out a date in February. So, of course, Deuce, uh, how do people find us on the Internet? You can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, like we were saying, Show at gmail.com. That's how you can send us your emails. And uh, like I said, send us those mailbags because I got a feeling it's going to be mid-February. We're going to do that mailbag. We want to hear that. Also, we want to hear your feedback. What do you think of the episodes? What do you think of, you know, what we've been doing? What would you like us to change? Don't forget to give us a, a review on iTunes and Stitcher because yes. like that that also gives us some feedback as well. Leave comments on there as well, and of course SoundCloud, where that's our main hosting. Give us yep. a you know share us, follow us, and favorite us on there as well. And of course, Deuce, there's three hashtags people want to put in their social media of choice. It is hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Later, see ya.